where were you born, Grandma Kana? I'm six, seven, eight, nine, ten, or eleven. I have straight black hair that my parents cut to three quarters of an inch long every month. I'm probably wearing a tie-dye t-shirt. Los Angeles. My grandmother is kind in this moment because grandmothers are supposed to be kind. The lectures about observing Jewish law, halakha, are forgotten. I lived in Los Angeles with your great-grandpa Chaim and great-grandma Esther. Where were they born? Great-grandpa Chaim was born in Yakshmirs in Poland. Great-grandma Esther grew up in an orphanage in Russia. Why did they leave? Because they weren't nice to Jews in Poland or Russia. What did they do? They would be mean to us. Why? You'll find out when you're older. She would have paused to clear her throat. If you didn't clear your throat, she explained, dust would clock it up and you would die. Don't worry, Yechezka. They won't ever be as mean to us in California as they were in the old places. And then I would have read in a little story about magic airplanes or played one of the board games my grandmother had piled around her house and found other answers later, been shocked by the revelations and the family secrets, and would slowly try and trace together the broken threads of history, the traditions of Magid, of magic through storytelling. No, this whole part is wrong. She would have volunteered the information. I'd read Art Spiegelman's Mess, a graphic novel account from the Holocaust in the third grade. There were more little I seemed to be able to remember, and my family did not address anti-Semitism directly. We lived in the Bay Area, and the Bay my grandmother sometimes spoke about was known by everyone but me to be very far away. I made things up in elementary school. My babysitter was an alien. My cousins and I were enrolled in an Oakland branch of the Hogwarts franchise. My principal was conspiring with the military-industrial complex to steal our librarian's cookies. The stitches of time and space always seemed loose and clumsily woven at that age. The ghosts from across the ocean might corner me while I was walking to my cousin's house or biking to school. They were mean to us in the old places. How far was it from Poland or Russia to San Pablo Avenue? Could they walk the distance in a few hours, or would it take years to go that far? The rabbis wrote that we should spend each seder, so we had personally been enslaved and delivered from Egypt by Hashem. What was written to be the first instance of widespread anti-Semitism, that was what we did. Every Pesach, we recited the story of how we were slaves in Egypt, how we were exiles in Malbec, Israel. 2,000 years ago, how six million of us died in the Shoah. My grandmother would be steadfast in her observance, nonetheless, no matter what the ghosts of the thing might do. Her religiosity was extraordinary and alien, even to my relatively observant family. The shit she must have gotten from our extended family, which was for the most part completely assimilated, must have been much more than I was allowed to hear at my age. I'm not coming for Ori's wedding, Great Uncle Stephen was said at some family event, just because she doesn't want to drive on Shabbat. Grandma Chana's ex-husband, Grandpa Paul, would nod. She restricts herself so much, it's ridiculous. Don't write our family's wish of into your stories. My grandmother would say if she was still alive. Don't give our secrets to the world. She wouldn't have said that if she was still alive. I don't know what she would have said. She died when I was 13, 19 days after my parents' She was already hospitalized hospitalized by the time my brother happened, and so with this strange, looming concept of spiritual adulthood, I decided that my grandmother would remain in omnipresence as I aged, that she would guide me through the world of Judaism, even though I had already decided I was an atheist. My grandmother's ghost would be the god that tied me to Jewish identity. I would never forget my culture. The whole part of thing meant that I would be an adult. That was what everyone said. It would mean me assuming my own responsibilities. My parents said that the whole adulthood at 13 was a metaphor. No, I couldn't decide not to clean my room or not to do my homework. That I would be an adult spiritually, that they had recited the prayer alleviating themselves of my sin, and I could do what I wanted with Judaism. You need to decide what kind of Jewish education you want to continue with, my mother and father told me around the same time. They were by the door, their voices clanging, repeating each other, quoting and misquoting the other. If you don't, your knowledge of Judaism will be stunted at 13. 
Devara isn't doing more Jewish education, neither is Boaz, or Elana, or Yonatan. It's up to their parents what they do. Shouldn't it be up to me what Jewish education I want to have? That's what being barbarous is about, right? You become a Jewish adult. You can choose what type of Jewish education you want to have. You can study Talmud. I'm an atheist, they said. Abba's an atheist also. He studies Talmud. You can study Torah and Talmud without believing in God. You can study conversational Hebrew. You can join the Jewish team group. I would lose my temper easily. I come to synagogue every week. I keep Shabbat. I keep Halakha. Do you know how few Jews my age do that? Isn't that enough? I don't come to synagogue every week anymore, or even every, every month. Yechezkula, my grandmother might have said, if she found out the times I broke Halakha, you should have known better than to check your Instagram on Shabbat. You've been a child of the commandments at Bak Mitzvah for almost four years. You should know better. Your sins do not land on your parents' heads now. My grandmother wouldn't have said that. I have no idea what she would have said. She died when I was 13. Was she supposed to be a ghost? Said the guide means spiritual adult. And within a year and a few months, I'll be an adult legally. In addition to whatever I became spiritually four years ago on my 13th birthday, I will have forgotten enough practical aspects of my grandmother. It would be impossible for her to guide my spiritual decisions. I will have to forge my own Jewish life.